It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do Hey everyone, Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London, week 18, final week of the 2023 season. We're both back in England. A little jet lag for Ryan. Oof, a little cold. Jet lag. Um, a little cold, a little jet lag, a little bit of everything. But last week, I can't believe it's last week. It's I know. gonna be we've got what well, huge week for a couple games. There's only like two or three really good games. And then it's one of those, especially for betting. These is this is the one where it's either the easiest week to bet or the hardest. Yeah. And I don't know which because there's gonna be some big lines that don't you just don't know what's gonna happen. Like, mm -hmm. like for example, like our first game probably would yeah. be a game that that well, let's just talk about the first game. Sure, yeah, we well, we'll get into it. I mean, as you say, this is a topsy turvy week because if you are getting into betting, obviously the fantasy is over unless you're in a really weird league. Uh, but there are some options here if you want to get some prop bets. The Saturday game is the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who are eight and seven or nine and seven. Uh, they're three point favorites. Uh, over the Baltimore Ravens, who have clinched, clinched it. Uh, Baltimore thirteen and three. The over under is thirty four and a half. No real reason uh, for Baltimore to play. They did just pick up Dalvin Cook, though. Pittsburgh, though, <clears throat> has a chance. Uh, it has a small chance if they can win and yeah. and things fall apart. Um, but you know, this is also Pittsburgh has also owned Baltimore. They've beat them. The Lamar is zero and three against Pittsburgh. Um, not wow. been good for them in, 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 you know, in winning it at home, at home. Um, so wow. okay. we'll see what happens in this one, but Pittsburgh, do you think, I mean, you know, Baltimore really doesn't have anything to play for in this one. Well, no, they're bent. I got uh, Huntley's going to start. I think they're, they're bringing a bench Odell. So I think they're all going to go on a boat, uh, for the week off. Cause that went well yeah. last time. Of course. Odell, he's yeah. going to get the old boat out for the get week. The boat, off. Yeah. So get the boat good. back together. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's a really interesting one because it's it's funny because I remember a couple of years, this is about like 10, 15 years ago, the Bills had a game against Pittsburgh in Buffalo and Pittsburgh played their backups and Buffalo had to beat their backups to get in to the playoffs. And of course, they lost to the whole Pittsburgh backup team, knocking them out of the playoffs. And now this is kind of the reverse where you have Pittsburgh in coming to play Baltimore against all their backups. They need to win to get in. And they're coming with a third string quarterback who's just been on a tear a little bit. Mason Rudolph having a comeback. Mm -hmm. I I think it I don't know what Baltimore's mindset is. It's like it's of course they hate Pittsburgh. This is mm -hmm. two teams that have always hate each other. So you want to knock them out because it's funny. Like yeah. if you knock out, if you're Pittsburgh, like for example, you have the Bears playing Green Bay. Yeah, it'll be hilarious if you knock out Green Bay for Bears. Hilarious. They want it so bad. The only difference is. Baltimore is not playing any of their starters, which is yeah. going to make it hard. I think, you know, Huntley at least has a bit of experience. You know, played in the playoffs a year ago, almost beat Cincinnati in the playoffs. Wasn't for that fumble at the one, they would have basically probably beaten Cincinnati in the playoffs. So, I still think it's a good enough Baltimore team with good enough pieces to keep it close. I just don't know what Mason Rudolph. You know, Christmas is over, so Rudolph could be cursed now. It could mm -hmm. go back to the old pumpkin yeah. that he was. I'm not really sure. I think this is going to be a really close game. I don't think Pittsburgh's, you know, they came out and they beat Seattle last week, but Seattle's just a weird team. This is just a good Baltimore team. They have depth. They're well coached, and I think they'll want to stick it to them. I'm, of course, going to be watching, cheering for Baltimore, but I think Pittsburgh will win. I just think it's destined to be one of those um, Buffalo uh, has to win to get in or they lose their out. I think yeah. that's what's going to set up. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh to win. I think it's going to be 20 to 17. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I just think the fact that TJ Watts is going to want to get the sack total. It's a sack lead. I wish I think it'd be like the third year in a row. He's going to be playing hard. They're just the more desperate team. I think Baltimore's just feeling themselves. The only problem is this is reminiscent of 2019 where they sat all their players and then put up a dud in their first game when they had the one seed, when Lamar yep. won MVP, which he's probably going to do. So it's it's kind of interesting. There's all these little little things of coming back to, to haunt you. Are these good things going to happen again? I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, actually, this game. Yeah, it should be a bit of a shaky one. And as you say, you never know what's going to happen. You know, there's that there's always that effect that when people really need to win, they don't. Um, and Pittsburgh really needs to win in this one. Baltimore doesn't really need to. And But the fact that Pittsburgh has owned Baltimore at home um, sort of sets a record there. The, the other thing that is interesting this week is is the bonuses. You know, you see a lot of guys, if they yeah. get things, if I get receptions, and there are teams that are really like, yeah, you're not playing this week. 
um, which isn't funny. Um, but I, I'm with you on this one. I think Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin obviously wants a win. He's going to coach for this. He knows he's going to be prepared for this. Um, it's it's it, it, but you never know. Baltimore could just, as you say, come out and just shock them with their backups. And, you know, maybe they uh, get Dalvin Cook and he puts in 100 yards. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with Pittsburgh to cover this or to win this one. I've got it 18 to 13. I got them to cover the spread as well. Um, it's uh, Saturday night fun. Although I, I do, I do like your idea of incentive bets. What about yeah. like incentive prop bets? Like look for those guys yeah. who need like a hundred yards, who's over unders like eighty, and just yeah. hit that. Over. And their teams are going to teams are going to help them with that. You know, like if yes. you need seven receptions to get seventy five grand, you don't think your teammates are going to help you with that. Yeah, Tom Brady was notorious. Oh yeah, the, you like, get paid. You get paid. He was the Oprah of, of Week eighteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a winner winner when Tom Brady's your quarterback. So we're all getting paid except Tom Brady because he takes pay cuts. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, so we'll move into our Sunday game. Let's let's do a prop bet this weekend. Let's look for some incentives. We will look and and we'll put them up on that. We'll put them up on social media for people as well. Let's look it up. Let's hit the one o'clock games because obviously we know some great one o'clock games that are playing. Well, there's one more, there's one more Saturday game. Oh, sorry. It's the Houston uh, Indianapolis game. So yes. it's uh, it technically comes across because we've been in Canada mm. in the scheduling, which, you know, yeah. to be honest, I prefer watching uh, the NFL at six o'clock here for some reason. Yeah, I, just, o'clock, I, I feel like my day is wasted. I felt the exact same way. It just uh, it just creeped up on me. It was lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, the game. Oh, yeah, the football's right. on. You're like, I got stuff to do, at least in the UK. When you watch it at six o'clock, you're like, I have my whole day done. And then I could just like turn off and I, and if i don't want to watch the late game which i don't want because even at eight o'clock were we really watching that game sometimes but i mean yeah. no i was ready for bed but even as a dad especially it's good because you can do stuff with the kids in the day yeah. they've eaten they're going to bed yeah leave me alone go watch football yeah where you know my brother a lot of times he just has to watch the game later in the night because he's got to take the kids out at yeah. one o'clock and it's just really interfere it's so much better over here yeah you miss yeah. the eight o'clock game but eh Whatever. Sometimes only, like, things, yeah, and the, and the Monday night only plays on it like a couple times a year at most. So yeah, it's this, not this, the, end of the, the one o'clock to six o'clock games. I like it. It's dinner. You get to choose. Anyway, this Houston game is late. It's one o'clock Saturday. Uh, Houston is nine and seven. Indianapolis nine and seven. Indianapolis one and a half point favorites. When these two were playing last year, they were playing for draft picks, um, and that's how bad they were. And both of them have moved up to nine and seven teams. C.J. Stroud will be back in this one. Um, and it's Gardner Minshew at home. Both these teams playing tough, but the over and under in this one is 47 and a half, uh, which means Vegas is expecting a bit of points in this one. Um, Indianapolis at home, Minshew mania. Um, how do you like uh, Houston with CJ Stroud back, or, or what do you like it? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to take Stroud. I just think um, he, he looked good when he came back. We yeah. wondered if coming back from the concussion, would he have a bit of rust? And he didn't really seem to. He was slinging it around like he did. I think the fact that it's going to be in a dome, I think it's going to play. The weather's not going to be any factor. And I just think Houston, that defense can make it harder on Minshew. And I think just Stroud's better, even at this stage in the game. This is going to be a great game because winner will get a playoff berth. I'm pretty sure winner's in. This has to be a winner's in. Yeah. And potentially, if Jacksonville lose on Sunday, could be for the division and the four seed and a home game. So yeah. this is really this is gonna be a really good game. I just think to me, Houston, the fact that Stroud's back, Nico Collins is back, Singletary looks good, the defense plays well. I like um what the coaching staff has done. It's just been a good fun team to watch. The surprise of the whole league has been yeah. the Houston. So for me, Minchu, Minchu, the Minchu magic has been great, but I just don't see it today. I just, again, I'd rather see Stroud in the playoffs than Minchu as well. So mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm the NFL uh, talking to those refs, get those flags ready. Because um, I want to see Stroud. I'm going to pick Stroud to win uh, 27 to 25. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Really close. Yeah, I've got a 26-24 for Houston, the same thing. It's, you know, I could see CJ Stroud going over 350 yards, like, He's been balling, man, and you're right. You know, you, you when you look at guys coming back, you go, okay, you know, you had a concussion. You're probably going to be a little ginger when you're playing, and he wasn't. Um, so I could really see him to, to play it out here, uh, throwing it down the fourth quarter. Their defense has also stepped up. Um, so I think the run is going to be a struggle, so the pressure is going to be on Indianapolis here. Uh, Houston throwing it into the wind. Houston can, you know, we talked about how dangerous they could be. 
um, in in the uh, in the wild card in the playoffs, which they could be obviously missing Tank Dell and some of the other guys. Um, they're hurt, but you know, let's see what Nico could do. It, it, I think C.J. Stroud is making everyone a star. That's he's one of those kind of quarterbacks. You know, these names could fall apart if it weren't for him. But I've got twenty six, twenty four. Now we get into Sunday Fun Day. Yes, uh, as the games. I only looked at that because I was not. I'm not staying up till four a.m. Um, <laughs> but I will catch this game in the morning. Um, another one with big playoff implications: the Atlanta Falcons. Arthur Smith has shaved his mustache. Bijan is running. Um, all is right in the world, I guess, in Atlanta. He's going to keep his job, it looks like. Atlanta's 7-8. and They're heading into a New Orleans team in Derek Carr. Um, has Carr been good? We don't know. He's up and down. They're 7-8 and eight as well, and they're playing for a playoff spot, 7-8. and eight. Three-point favorites for New Orleans at home. Or 8-8. Eight eight. It couldn't be 7-8. Eight 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 eight. Sorry, yeah. 8-8. Yeah. Eight and eight. Um, 43 and a, 42 and a half is the over-under in this one. Um you know, Atlanta, uh, you know, they, they need this one. They've started to turn their game around. It's in New Orleans, well, though. <laughs> I mean, starting to turn their game around. I don't know about that. They looked terrible against the Bears last week. Well, everyone um, looks terrible against the Bears. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're playing amazing pop. football. Yeah. Um, it's a really tough one because it's like I don't have any faith in Atlanta. And, and they, I have literally less faith in Derek Carr. Um, the fact that is this in Atlanta? This is in that, New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. Okay, I gotta go New Orleans. I don't like this. I think it's gonna be a really close game because I don't think. I think the fact that division games always, like we always say, the division games are close. They're tough. They're tougher than usual ones. I think Bijan's one who needs a certain amount of yards to get a thousand. So that's an incentive prop bet we could look at. That's one mm -hmm. of them. Um, I just, just don't see. It. Again, I just can't do it with Atlanta anymore. I'm just gonna go, like we said, with the better defense with. Um, I'm not going to say better quarterback, but I'm going to say probably better weapons. Olave is really good. But to me, it's just, I just can't trust Atlanta anymore. It's just like every time you think they, they've had so many chances to kind of win this division, be in it. And mm -hmm. the fact that for them to win, I think they need to win and then need Carolina to beat Tampa, which is just, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're just asking for so much. And it's just, and the worst thing, I guess the best thing that could happen to the Falcons this week is to get blown out. Just yeah. get your ass whooped. And then you can fire Arthur Smith, maybe get Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, someone else to come in with these weapons and do something. But I think the worst thing that could happen to the Falcons is probably to make the playoffs and have yeah. Carolina pull off this upset. But I'm going to nip it in the bud and say that New Orleans wins just because they have the better defense and, and the fact that that's at home. And so I'm going to go uh, 22 to 17 Ooh. for New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, these, again, Week 18, these Week 18 games, the ones where you just never know what's going to happen. I think that New Orleans is vulnerable against the run, and if Atlanta's smart, you just you double them with Bijan and Algier. Because um, Algier's been playing, you know, getting better in the backfield as well. Uh, the running game is starting to look good. New Orleans, you know, Atlanta's defense is also starting to get better as well. I like Atlanta here in the upset. Um, I think it's going to be tight. It's going to be one of those ugly punch-in-the-face kind of games. Uh, but I've got Atlanta to come out on top of this one, 23 to 21. Ugliness as Jacksonville. It was looking like uh, Trevor Lawrence would be hurt, uh, but now he's going to come back. This guy's indomitable. Jacksonville are nine wow. and seven, though. And, um, you know, they haven't had a 10 win season since 2017, I think. Um, you've got a Tennessee team who's also struggling quite a bit. Uh, not so good for them. They're at home with a five and 11 record. Uh, Jacksonville is four point favorites in this one. Um, 41 and a half is the over under, um, you know, Jacksonville, it's, you know, they've been falling apart with injuries here. Uh, do they have any chance? I mean, Tennessee, actually, Tennessee's got no motivation in this game or do they, uh, they're at the hometown well, crowd. Um, just ugliness all around nine and seven. Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee has a couple things going. I guess you have Tannehill, I think is going to start. So to be Tannehill, Tannehill's yeah. last game. Tannehill's last game, you know, yeah. had a couple of good years there. So I, I would imagine... It could be Derrick Henry's run. last game, too. He, it could be Derrick Henry's last game. So I think they're going to want to kind of go out um, yeah. with a win. Uh, I think Vrabel, again, Vrabel is a, as a home underdog. I think they're at home, right? Yeah, home underdog yeah. has been great. Um, and you, you have a, Trevor Lawrence coming off an injury. We don't even know how healthy he's really going to be. If yeah. He's going to be able to move it. They have all the pressure on them. And... I, I don't know. I I think Tennessee could win this. I'm not going to pick them to win it because, again, I think it's going to be that Buffalo down to it to win it. Yep. I think this could be a really close game. But 
like because you got a team in Jacksonville that's just free falling right now, uh-huh. and they got to get some bit of confidence back going into this playoffs because they're gonna have they want to win that division, have a home game, but you don't want to go in with like a you know like a ten nine win in an ugly game because you're just gonna get you're gonna play Joe Flacco baby oh, yeah. in the first round, and no one wants to play Flacco, Ooh, so you get Flacco, um, and they just play that defense as well, so. Um, I'm going to go Jacksonville to win 23-20. I think it's going to be close. I think I could see Tennessee pulling this off as a little bit of an upset, but I'm going to stick with my original what that the, the, want that last game to be all or nothing. Yeah, you know, I'm with you in, in the fact that in week 18 or the final week, there's always that crazy upset where if you're at home in front of your fans and this is their final game, you don't want to look like a chump. And you play all out because even if it's your final game, you're like, you know what? It's my final game playing here. I'm not going to make these fans. These these people have supported us all year. And I'm going to ball out because, you know, I'm going golfing next week. These guys have already started making their vacation plans. And and Tennessee, you know, as we've seen, you know, Billy Jean's played some good games at home. Um, I'm with you. I think I could see Tennessee upsetting them here because, you know, Jacksonville is coming in there wounded. They're limping in. It's not like the same high-flying Jacksonville who won two games in London. Um, so I'm vacillating between this four-point favorite, but I've got Tennessee to cover it. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I've got the under in it, only because there's supposed to be some weather coming in that's supposed to be nasty. Um, but I've got it 19-16. to 16, uh, But the Tennessee Titans cover on this one. All right, it's a battle of the NFC North as Detroit has this thing all wrapped up. Minnesota, well, we don't even know what the heck they're wrapping up, but Justin Jefferson uh, could need seven more receptions to hit his payday. Minnesota's 7-9. and nine. They're hitting a Detroit team who's 11-5, and five, who has shown some signs of weaknesses, getting beaten by some teams this year. Uh, Detroit, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. 45-and-a-half is the over-under. Detroit, though, Dan Campbell has said they're going to play competitively. Uh, because obviously if there's some wins, there could be some shifting for Detroit. Um, it seems that Detroit will probably play balls out for the first half and then see what happens after that. Um, Minnesota, what's the motivation here? They've got um, the starting quarterback was chosen on Facebook, I think, probably this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, Twitter poll. Yeah, Twitter exactly. Poll. Oh, um, man. I'd, who is starting a quarterback? Do we even know? Is it Mullins? Is uh, it I think be, it probably is, is yeah. I think it probably I can't is really mom. go back to Jared Hall after that. Like no. it's just been a mess. Again, there you go. There's another one of the uh, prop bets. Let's go, Justin Jefferson prop bet. Yep. If, if he needs his yardage or he needs, needs his yards, let's get him. I'm um, in a big contract year too. So well, not very contract year, but he's going to get one. Um, again, it's hard to say. I think Detroit's going to win. I think the fact that again, what happened with Minnesota last week, where even that Flores defense, which was so good in the earlier parts of the season with its mm-hmm. blitz heavy, it's just getting destroyed every week now. Like we saw it, um, like with the last couple, like that Cincinnati game with Browning was going down the field on him all all day. Yeah, Jordan Love went down the field, so it's kind of like falling apart a bit. Yeah. For, for what they've been able to kind of get away with. And now they're not getting away with it. They're not getting the turnovers. They're giving up the points and they just don't have the quarterback to keep up. And so if I'm going to go, especially with what happened with Detroit last week, you know, they want to get that bitter taste after the mouth yeah. with that just egregious refereeing that went on in that game. Um, but I just think they're going to want to get, you want to go into the, uh, into the playoffs on a win. Again, you can still get the two seed potentially and i yeah. think you even want to do it to potentially avoid having to play matthew stafford because mm-hmm. if i'm detroit that is the last team i want coming into here to to, to win because you just there's just going to have that feeling of dread all week yeah. where it's just like it's going to happen isn't it we all know it's going to happen everyone's going to bet stafford it's just going to be this wild thing and again it's also you have to remember it's also golf against mcveigh the guy who traded him mm-hmm. who wants to stick it there it's such a great game it has to happen it feels yeah. like uh, but I, I think Detroit's going to win because I just think Minnesota, after last week's drubbing and that, like, the, all the turnovers they've been doing, I just think they got nothing left in them except Jefferson's uh, incentive. So I'm going to go uh, Detroit 26 uh, to 17. Nine points. Yeah, I can't see Minnesota keeping themselves in this one. You know, there's a few other things. I mean, you know, Laporta and Gibbs having um, a great uh, seasons as well and you know they get a couple scores and it puts them up and you know put some big rookie numbers um detroit hasn't had a 12 win season and they've only, i think they've only had one of them um so i you know i could just see them putting the foot down on 
on Minnesota and then coasting after that because Minnesota not being able to keep up. I do like Justin Jefferson, though, to hit his targets, though, so he can get paid, uh, whoever the quarterback is going to be. It's just too much. It's just too much. Detroit, you know, as you say, uh, it would be better to have the number two seed just in case. I think they'll get a win here. 30 to 13. Mm, let's, bring an ugly, let's bring up uh, the ugly. Bring out your ugly as we head to the NFC East. The Jets are 6 and 10, and this hasn't been the season they wanted. Maybe they should have gotten vaccinated. Uh, New England, they're 4 and 12, and could be Bill Belichick's last game. We don't know. Uh, they're two-point favorites at home. 30.5 is the over-under. Uh, the weather is supposed to be nasty in, in Boston. There is a storm hitting this weekend uh, in that area. So look for snow. Um, I can't see any touchdowns being scored in this game personally. Um, but how do you uh, how do you like this one between the, the your East rivals? I think this game's hilarious uh, because it has all the, the markings of what's... Um, if Belichick is going to get fired, right? Yeah. So there's all the stories as if this is going to happen. So his last thing is that he plays the Jets. He loves to beat the Jets. He's beaten them 15, 16 times in a yeah. row. There's no way he's going to want to end his Patriots career with a loss to the Jets. And yeah. at the same time, by beating the Jets, he will then knock them out of any potential top two picks of the draft, making them maybe even like fourth or fifth, potentially. Who knows with what happens? But out of the top two, uh, yeah. which, again, if you're going to get fired, that's what you want to do to the team that's about to fire you, right? You want to just screw them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Especially Belichick. I, I'm pretty sure he's a, a petty little bitch like that. Oh, <laughs> I, come have on. No, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. So to me, this game's hilarious. And again, why wouldn't you pick? Like, at least like New England almost beat Buffalo last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. And like, they were able to at least kind of like move the I mean, They were terrific start to, to that. But they play the defense still plays tough for Belichick. And I think if they think this is his last game, I think they're yeah. going to play hard for him. And I think the Patriots are going to win. I just think uh, Belichick's no way he's losing to the Jets. So um, I'm, I might even bet this one. What's the spread? What is it? Two and a half? Two and a half. Uh, yeah, two and two, a half. Two, two, two is the one two. I've got it right now. Yeah. Two. Fine. Easy. I'm taking this one. Um, I'm going to go Patriots to win. I think it'll be a pretty close game. Uh, but I'm going to go 21-17. Uh, yeah, I think they've all got to be in a good mood. I mean, Robert Kraft was not listed on the Epstein list. So, I mean, he's got to be feeling pretty good. He took everyone out for massages afterwards. Come on yeah. up for me. It's on me, boys. Um, the uh, Man, this is just, as I said, it's going to be ugly. I, I don't I think it's going to it's going to be like that. Any points that do scored are not going to be intentional. <laughs> it's going to be like defensive ones. Uh, kickers having a big way. I've got it. Uh, New England 17. Uh, the Jets 11. Um, just under, under stinker. Uh, you're just going to keep going back to this and go, is it six, three still? It's been six, three all game. Uh, yeah. it's going to be one of those. Uh, but I, again, I'm with you in, in the rallying for Bill Belichick, you know, at home, the Patriots fans, the last hurrah, the death of the dynasty. Goodbye to, to Tom Brady. The empire, that. the empire has collapsed. Great empires must fall. It's like watching that old building that sat there forever, that iconic building finally get knocked down. All the rats start sinking out of the building and they start going over to New Jersey. Uh, hey, we're, we're <laughs> Rogers fans now. So and yeah. Belichick's the old man who won't sell his house. Yeah, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Give me some balloons. We're floating away. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, I got New England win. One with a bit of playoff implications, obviously here are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're eight and eight, four and a half point favorites over a Carolina team who really could use a coach because, you know, whatever <laughs> you say about Bryce Young, yeah, maybe it's coaching. Maybe he just needs someone new. Who knows? Or maybe he's just too tiny. They're two and 14, though. Um, Tampa Bay, four and a half point favorites, 37 and a half is the over under. And this is a game that, you know, Tampa could really use to, to really solidify, get the win, uh, take the division. But, uh, of course, when you need a win, it doesn't always happen, especially for Tampa. Um, yeah. Baker heading into Carolina. Um, Tepper is throwing drinks in, in everyone's face. <laughs> uh, you get a drink. You get a drink. Uh, why? What coach wouldn't want to work for such a mild mannered boss? Oh, right? it's just, just seems like, so balanced. Shall we? Yeah. Shall we celebrate this uh, contract by slapping each other in the faces? Yeah. They, he, it was the most, and then he gets fined like three hundred k. Right. It's like getting fined like a buck by the NFL. He got fined, yeah. yeah, by the NFL. He's worth twenty billion, and they fine him three hundred k. Not even a suspension. Yeah, but the <laughs> NFL gets right? the money. The fan doesn't get the money. It's like but he throws a drink in a fan's face. The NFL's like, "You got to give us three hundred grand for that." The fan's oh, like, "What worry. the fuck?" 
that fan's gonna get some money. He's gonna have some sort of ice injury. Uh, yeah. Like oh my getting, god. Get, yeah. Getting Jackie Child's Jackie disease Child. in his eye from Dirty Water. <laughs> getting Jackie Childs from Seinfeld yeah. to to represent him. Um, it's it's gonna be great. <laughs> Outrageous. Um, I how can you? I mean, Carolina's awful. They're just yeah. like, beyond bad. You thought I thought maybe like oh, but they turned the corner. No, they put it was just Green Bay's defense is that bad, giving up thirty yeah. to Bryce Young. It's just like what he did last week was just a crime to football. That team is just a disaster. It's like Pepper walked in as like the newest owner and became the worst one instantly. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a new level of incompetence that billionaires yeah. are not used to. And, and it's really nice because sometimes the billionaires need to be embarrassed and they're come up and. and Thinking that it's just all, it's just all easy if you just abuse your staff. And, yeah, and now it's like custom. walking in a house with white carpet and you got dog dog shit on your yeah. On your yeah shit oh, on who did? Floor. Oh my! Oh, that was me. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. So I'm going, Tampa, I'm going Tampa Bay. They can win the division. Baker had a bad game last week. He's going to want to bounce back. Um, there's just no way you're going to lose to Carolina. It would be like. It would ruin any chance Baker had with staying with Tampa. If he loses this game, it's like when remember a couple of years ago when Carson Wentz had that game against Jacksonville in the last game of the season, winning and getting the playoffs, and he lost. He's never played since. Yeah. Because everyone was just like he lost to like the one in fifteen Jags or something. And they it was just like an absolute so I don't see that happening. I think Baker's gonna turn around. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You got Rasheed Wright. You got weapons. You're going to be Rasheed Wright. You're going to be fine. Um, I'm going to go Tampa Bay 31 uh, to 10. I just think Carolina's terrible. I'm, I'm calling a Carolina upset here. I think. Oh, my God. I am just oh only because God. Tampa Bay needs it. <laughs> I did it. Carolina's defense has, been, has actually been playing tougher. Um, I think Carolina, as you say, the drink throwing incident, all this stuff, the embarrassment, they're at home, final game. Tampa just seems to screw it up when they need to. Uh, and I just see Carolina's defense maybe getting in their face. Um, uh, the four and a half point spread, it's just, it's one of these games, you know, like week one and week 18, there's always these games where it's like, where did this come from? And I think this could be where did one of those come from games, as they said, because when teams need it, it doesn't always happen. I've got Carolina see, to win. See- so you think the players are like, oh, let's win it for the old Gippers throwing drinks yeah, on Throwing people. drinks. I think they're, I'm winning, they're winning to get traded. Um, whereas, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've got it 19 to 16. I've got I've got Carolina upset in this one. The Battle of Ohio is a storied one, although it's been won by Cleveland in the past. Uh, they've won the past 9-2. and two. Uh, Cleveland's 11-5, and five, Cincinnati 8-8, eight and eight, Cincinnati 7-point favorites. Why? Because Cleveland's not going to play anyone. Um, they're uh, benching a lot of the guys just because uh, they're in the playoffs. Cincinnati hasn't gone the way that they thought. Cincinnati seven-point favorites and a 37.5-point over-under. Um, you know, Joe Flacco has done it all for Cleveland. He's he's basically put them on his shoulders and run them into the playoffs. Cincinnati, man, uh, hasn't gone their way with all the money they spent. And, you know, you start people start getting expensive next year. Um, yeah. What's Cincinnati got to play for in this one at seven-point favorites? But this is hilarious because this is like the season now, or this is the week where everyone turns on their team. Because if you're mm-hmm. a Bengals fan, why would you want to win? Yeah. You want to lose. You want to lose. You want the better draft spot. Yeah. So if I'm like everyone's, but at the same time, you got guys like Jamar Chase who want to get their, their stats and their yards and their touchdowns and their incentives. T Higgins potential last game in Cincinnati yeah. uh, over here. So I'm going to go to Cincinnati to win. I just think they have more weapons. They're playing for something. Cleveland again, yeah, they're gonna want to if they had a chance to like knock Cincy out, maybe they'd play hard. But this yeah. game is literally one of the most meaningless games on, on the on the docket this weekend. So I can't imagine um Cleveland's gonna play for anything. We saw their quarterbacks without when it wasn't Flacco and it was under. Yeah. So I don't I don't even know who's gonna be the quarterback. Um, but I, I just know it's not gonna be good. So I'm gonna go Cincinnati to win like twenty seven to ten. I think it's going to be a beat down. A bit of a beat. Um, I'm with you. I think they, I, I've actually got Cleveland to cover it. Just to think seven points is too much. And Cleveland might play uh, a little bit better. The one thing is I would look for in a prop bet is um, Trey Hendrickson, who has got 17 sacks. He leads the league. Um, you know, even even playing ball. And so I, I've, I've, I've actually put him in a prop bet for a sack this week uh, because Cleveland's offensive line and, you know, he's been getting, he's been sacking up. He's at 17 sacks in the season. One at oh, yeah. 18. Um, 
I, I, I've just got Cleveland just to cover this one. I think seven points is too much for this Battle of Ohio. These guys always play each other ugly in this one. So I've got a 23 to 18. Uh, Cincinnati wins, but Cleveland covers that seven-point spread. That brings us into the late games on Sunday, and we say late 4 o'clock here, everyone. Some great slates as the NFL obviously wants to build up the drama uh, heading into it. <clears throat> we go to the West Coast where Seattle is 8-8 eight and eight, and the season has not gone their way. They're three-point favorites over an Arizona team who's 4-12. and 12. <coughs> Arizona likes to play plucky at home. 45 and a half is the over-under in this one. Points aplenty going on in this one. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, you know, he hasn't had the best of seasons, but maybe he wants to play out here. And Seattle, man, um, eight and eight, there's still a chance of the playoffs, but it's not really a good chance. And even if you do make it in, you're going to get smoked pretty quickly. Um, how do you like this one with Seattle three point favorites? Well, I would have liked Seattle if they didn't get their ass beat by the Steelers last week, yeah. because I just can't really trust them. And then you have Arizona on the other hand, who's beating Philly. And I think, I think Kyler Murray wants to just show that he wants to wants to keep his job in Arizona. He wants to be the quarterback there. Uh, so I, I'm I'm gonna go with Arizona. I just don't think I think Seattle's just they're gonna have a lot of discussions this offseason because Geno really definitely had a step back here, and especially when you have all these receivers and kind of a good a good offense, like you should be doing better than this, and you shouldn't be in this situation. Um, so I, I just, I think Seattle's just kind of done for, I, I bet them, I've been betting them like a bunch of times that they just constantly let you down. I have lost all my faith in Gino. It was a fun year and a half, but the last little while has been rough. And especially when Drew Locke came and had that big kind of win, it wasn't like a great statistical game or anything, but it was a good win. But the way Arizona played against Philly, they, they're still moving the ball. Kyler looks like... He's got, he's got his quickness back. He looks fun yeah. to watch again. So I'm, I'm going to go with Arizona to win. 27-24. Kind of fun game. Yeah. For nothing. I, I'm agreeing with you on this one. I've got an Arizona upset as as well. James Conner, um, even though he's a little older, man, he was rushing the ball yeah. up the middle. I could see him having it this time. I could see him just running the ball uh, because, you know, they upset, you know, with Philadelphia. They were running the ball 40 times for 221 yards. You, you just keep doing that one. Philadelphia has allowed the third most amount of rushing yards. Um, so I would just keep jamming it up the middle there. Um, this is Pete Carroll. I mean, he's trying to get his 13th playoff appearance. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Kyler Murray, who's, you know, he's looked better since he's been back. I like him here uh, in an upset. I got it 24 to 22. Now we head off into uh, Green Bay, where the the trash talking has already begun. The Packers are technically in the playoffs already, but the Bears are seven and nine and stringing wins together. Green Bay are three point favorites. They're eight and eight. Forty five and a half points is the over under in this one. I've done it the past few weeks, and I'm doing it for luck. I'm going to say my pick right away. I think the Bears win. Yeah, I think the I Bears win it. again, and, and I think the Bears <laughs> actually could it. make it ugly. Uh, I've got it twenty eight no. twenty one. Well, oh, that's yeah. not ugly. That's, that's ugly. ugly. That's ugly for us. That's ugly it's for seven. us. That's like, seven points ooh, is ugly. Again, this is just one of those games I don't know. Again, I can absolutely see the Bears winning this game. Um, the fact is in Green Bay, I'm going to pick Green Bay just because I'm going to go against you because it's more fun. Um, that way, you can go against me in Buffalo. That'd be oh, right. I will. Um, <laughs> no, not Miami. Um, no, I, I just think, I think the fact that, again, Jordan Love, is that 30 touchdowns? Is that a really good season? Uh, Does, yeah, and again, you have Justin Fields who's looking basically auditioning for every team in the NFL who's like kind of like at first you would have thought, no, I don't want him. But now, you know, put him on someone like the Raiders, someone like the, the Falcons, like he could do some real damage out there. Like he's looked really solid the last couple of weeks, like decisive. And again, oh, actually, you know what? I think I'm with you on the bear. I just can't trust this Packers D. No. Now that I think about it, like that Packers D, the fact they gave up 30 to Bryce. Yeah. The only reason they probably didn't give up 30 is because if Mullins played, they probably would have given up 30. Yeah. So you know what? At first, I was going to go Green Bay. I just think it's just going to be someone's going to have that letdown game. That mm -hmm. one where you should have won it, but you didn't. You're at home. It was all laid out for you. The team you technically owned for this long. Without it's, I, it's all set up for a, for a Packers disappointment. So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go yeah. with you on this one. I changed my mind, changed my tune. Uh, I'm going to go 20, 23, 21 uh, Bears. It's it's a weird, interesting thing for Packers fans. And again, I'm going to crap on you, but it's an interesting because Jordan Love 
he he has these moments. It's like watching an ex-girlfriend uh, on Ozempic. You're like, is she fat? She was fat. Actually, she looks good. Is she fat? She looks good. You don't even know. And and so it's very difficult to tell because he has been very inconsistent. Um, yeah. And the defense has been sort of dropping, whereas the Bears, our defense has been moving up very quickly in terms of defensives. Um, DJ Moore, you know, if you look at the amount that Green Bay Packers defense have given up to wide receivers, DJ Moore could easily have a 150-yard game. Um you know, he's already got 13 yards this season. So I could just see the two of them hooking up. The defense is going to cause a lot of problems uh, for Green Bay. They have, unlike being dominant in the past at home, they've struggled at home. So I've got Chicago winning this one 28 to 20. Yeah, this to me is a, just a stay away. This is just to me, it could be one of the more fun games of the week to watch. So oh, yeah. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm not going to bet on it. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy it as well. It's going to be on the TV at mine. Uh, of course, yeah. yeah, we'll be watching that. Now, the battle of we get into two different teams and two different uh, scopes. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 11 and 5, within the Giants, who are 5 and 11. Uh, Philadelphia is five and a half point favorites in this one. 42 and a half is the over under. Now, Philadelphia has struggled in the past few weeks. You know, you, you went from such a dominant force in the early weeks to getting beat. Um, so, I mean, They've they've also been sacking a lot of people, but um, you know, so the defense will have a a tough time or a good time against the Giants. But the Giants, you know, Tyrod Taylor looks like, um, you know, you, you wonder what's going to happen here if the Giants at home are they going to be a little plucky or are they going to be a little tough against this Philadelphia squad? Um, see, the thing with Philly is it's just like it, it's it's getting it's just. All like imploding at the worst possible 35 time. 35 points AJ, against the Cardinals, you know? Yeah, and then you have A.J. Brown, who's just kind of being like this real malcontent receiver. He's just really, like, this has been going on all year. It's been going on with him like, disappearing and having a good game. That he's angry. He's yelling at Jalen Hurts. He's walking away from press conferences. It's just, and Sirianni was like this like players coach everyone loved. Yeah. Everyone's kind of like, it feels like it's all kind of how fast it can just all fall apart. When you were like a couple like halfway through seasons, they were like ten and zero. They were just mm-hmm. on top of the world. They were dominating, but they were getting things done. They were winning because they had that kind of winner's mentality. And now they just can't stop anyone. And it's just too it's too late to now all of a sudden just figure out your defense. Like the fact that yeah, you were twelve and a half point favorites and you gave up like thirty to Arizona, yeah, who hadn't really been doing anything. And how could you bet them? Like I think Philly. I don't even think it matters. This game does it. Can they move up or down? Well, if, if they, they win and I the Cowboys the lose, division. they take the NFC so, East title. Yeah, I guess they can win the division. So they're going to have to play for it. So I'm going to go. They have to win this. This is yeah. as must win a game as Eagles because you cannot go into the playoffs losing to Arizona and the Giants and losing like what six out of the last like eight. Yeah, or something. Yeah. So just unacceptable. They got to sort this out. So. It's good. You're going to be going against Tyrod. He's not going to be able to put up a lot of points on you. He doesn't really tend to do that. He's not that dynamic. So I'm going to go with Philly to win 24-20. I'm I'm with you on uh, New York covering. I've got a 23-20. to I also see a big game for Darius Slayton, uh, who's had a hundred, couple hundred yard receiving yards. And, you know, Philadelphia has been giving up some, yard, some big yards to wide receivers. I see Tyrod and Slayton uh, connecting, so I'm going to use that as a fantasy prop bet. But I think New York keeps it close. Um, Tommy DeVito will be watching from a, an Italian restaurant down the road. Um, but, um, yeah, I've got Philadelphia barely winning this one. You know, they're still struggling. But, you know, I think if, if you've got Philadelphia going into the playoffs, it looks good for you. You know, like if you're one of these teams going in, going, yeah, Philadelphia is beatable. They're not they're not yeah. as scary as it used to be. Um, and, you know, it's um, they're, they're they're vulnerable. You can smell blood in the water in terms of this one. Blood in the water. Man, this game is actually going to be a very exciting game as the L.A. Rams are 9-7. and seven. San Francisco is 12-4. and four. It's exciting because no real starters can start. Nah. Uh, 40 and a half is the over yes. under. San Francisco four-point favorites in this one. Um, you know, Sean McVay and the Rams have been playing disruptors. Uh, and so coming into this one, you know, do they want to, you know, what does a win do? They've, they've both wrapped it up. Um, you know, the Rams cannot do any better than number six. That's as good as they're going to get. Um, and San Francisco has won 12 straight games against the Rams. Um, would, uh, you know, how does this one go? Because it's, it's, it's a battle of the backups um, in terms what, of this one. What, Carson Wentz, Wentz will be playing. Carson Wentz, Wentz he's back. Maybe. Yeah. 
Um, well, it's Wentz versus Darnold, right? Yeah. So it's going to be kind the, of fun. The with, kind yeah. of fun. I just think I, I'm going to go with San Fran. I think the fact that I kind of like they have Darnold, they have Elijah Mitchell. They still have some decent players. Like Wentz, who knows what he's going to be. We haven't seen him in a long time. He's been out. At least Darnold, I trust kind of, again, Shannon. We saw the only thing I'll do, we'll say about what, the Rams did is that we saw last year when Baker came off the bench with like three days, put up like 50 on the Raiders yeah. <laughs> in a game, which is just insane. So I think it's going to be a close one. I just think the only thing that's kind of fun about this game is that it's Darnold versus Wentz. But yeah. to me, it's just other than that, it's just don't get anyone injured. Get out of this game healthy because I think this no one wants to really play the Rams. They could just want to just keep the momentum going, get that win. But I, I think San Fran is going to want to pull this one out because I think uh, McVeigh's kind of been one of the only people who's given McVeigh or, uh, sorry, Shannon a little bit of a hard time over the years. Or it could be vice versa. I honestly, I don't even remember. Uh, but I'm going to go with San Francisco. Uh, I just say Darnold's going to be able to outduel Wentz because he's going to have a lot of rest um, and a lot less weapons. So I'm going to go uh, 21 to 16. It's not going to be a great game. So, okay, you've got them to cover. All right. Yeah. I, uh, man, I can see the Rams. I've actually got the Rams in an upset here. I've got them to win 20 to 19. Um, you know, not, not a lot to play for, but I think when it comes down to the coaching, McVeigh's going to be a little trickier with it. Um, and, and I like maybe Carson Wentz just to, you know, he's, he's watched Joe Flacco and go, I can do that. I can do that, guys. I can do that. Um, but uh, I've got a little upset here. Uh, 20 to 19, uh, the Rams win. Uh, San Francisco's winning streak comes to an end um, against them. Okay, we move into uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Denver is 8 and 8, uh, and it's all done for Russell Wilson, everyone. Uh, yeah. I to break it to you. <laughs> okay. uh, the Raiders are 7 and 9. They're three point favorites in this one, 37 and a half point over under. Uh, you know, everyone's talking about keeping the coach. Um, and now, you know, you've got J- Jarrett Stidham is unseated, uh, you know. His franchise quarterbacks first, you know, with Carr and, and Garoppolo, um, you know, Russell Wilson. And now he's uh, he's at home uh, against a Denver team who's struggling. Uh, Stidham uh, against, uh, you know, how, how do you like him here in, in, in this well, uh, I mean, matchup? It's, I guess it's, it's if you're the Raiders with, with Pierce and it's like everyone wants to keep them. It's mm-hmm. it, it's not like the results have just been incredible. Yeah, they had that one game where they put up 60 on a terrible uh, Chargers defense with when they completely given up on Staley, but they also followed that up by like a game where they couldn't throw for a yard in three mm-hmm. straight quarters. So it's not like it's been this. So if I'm the Raiders, I don't know what you want because do you can you trust the, this guy to run a competent offense and a defense? Like you don't really you have so many pieces that is this guy. I guess this will be the last game they're going to really go out and play for them. But I think this is going to be kind of fun to see what McVay can do without Russ, I think, a little bit more. See, um, I think um, it's going to be – I don't really know what's going to happen with Russ. Like, does he even find a team? Does anyone want him after this year? Because it yeah. feels like they're going to cut him. But it, he's just never has been able to put it together. No one of his teammates seems to like him no. as well. So it just makes it even harder. He's going to want a lot of money. I don't see Russ as the kind of guy who's going to take like a discount. He's going to put himself out of the market probably with mm-hmm. his like ego, I imagine. Um, so I- I'm going to go with the Raiders to pull a little bit of an upset here just because I think they're going to play, want to play for Pierce. They want him to be yep. the coach. So this is the game that they need to prove that. So if they really want to be, be the division rival, and let's see. But I still don't think they'll keep him as the coach. Um, so I'm going to go Raiders to win 20 to 19. Little little Denver cover there. Um, yeah, I, I like, uh, you know, the Raiders three points. I like them to cover this. Uh, I think they'll play for him. Um, you know, Denver... I, I really see Zamir White. It's going to be his game. Uh, that's who I'm looking for in fantasy. They just let him run the ball. Run, run, run. Uh, Denver s- struggles against the run. Just keep feeding it to him. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I got Vegas to win at home. I think Denver will take a bit of a tricky lead. And Vegas, it's all Vegas coming back, uh, even though they sucked in the fourth quarter before. But I've got them to win it. 19-14. to 14, um, It'll it'll take them out of having a, a top draft pick. But yeah, the, the, a little win for Vegas at home. All right, this uh, is another one of our AFC West contests. 
as Kansas City is 10 and 6, but ooh, it hasn't been Kansas City's year. They're three and a half point favorites as they head into watch the or they play the LA Chargers. Um, I think Taylor is going to be there because she saw Justin Herbert before and she's like, what have I done? Um, he's five and 11. Uh, the Chargers are five and 11, 35 and a half is the over under. Um, yeah, Kansas City, you know, they're just playing for it here. But, um, you know, what does the Chargers have to play for? Not much. Um, yeah, it's... Ten and six, you know, how, do, how does Kansas City go go ahead with this one here? Well, again, yeah, they're not going to be playing anyone. They're going to be resting starters. Uh-huh. Again, but you still have the other team who's not going to be playing anyone because they have Easton Stick as their quarterback. Yeah. And, I, and I doubt Keenan Allen's going to risk any long-term injury. If you're any nope. player worth your salt, like even if you're like Khalil Mack, I'd just be like, yeah, I'll play like a couple snaps. But I had a good year. I can get some money next year after this year. So yeah. um, I'm going to – I don't even know. How do you even pick this game? Blaine Gabbert, Easton Stick. Who's got the funnier name? I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Just because I'm going to go with Andy Reid as the play caller has to be better than with Blaine Gabbert, who's at least played some big, bigger games and probably knows the system enough to to do well. So I'm going to go a nice, ugly uh, 23 to 16 Chiefs win. I'm pulling for a Chargers upset here in the battle of Blaine Gabbert. I mean, is it an upset? Is it an upset? Yeah, it's upsetting for them. Uh, You know, they've got the coach fired. As I say, Kansas City is sort of coasting in here. You know, I could see Andy wanting to just play around with some coaching, try out some different formations, um, you know, mess around, little little sandbox time. Uh, But I've got the Chargers to win in a really low-scoring, ugly game, 14 to 10 for the Chargers. The last game we have on Sunday, Funday night, not the last game, but we've got Dallas at 11 and 5 going into Washington, who are 4 and 12. No, it's not going well for Washington. Dallas are 13 point favorites in this one, uh, and 46 points, 5 is the over under. These two teams have played each other ugly before. Washington loves to play the role of disruptor, um, but Dallas, too much on the line here. Uh, the momentum that they've got and, and wanting to just put a little stamp on this, um, you know. If they if they if they win the the division title, if they win this all, it's obviously a good thing for them. Uh, even if the Cowboys lose, they can still get the division. If the Eagles lose, um, and the Commanders looking for you know if they lose, number two pick in the overall draft, so they're already locked into the top five. How do you like uh, Washington at home? What's Dallas got to do to just stomp these guys? Well, I mean, Dallas has just been given a gift of the division, so you cannot screw this up. Um, I would be shocked if, if if they blew this. I think again, division games are weird. I'm going to go with with Washington to cover. Um, I think again, the last game of the season, maybe the guys want to play. They know Ron Rivera is going out. Maybe mm-hmm. some of them like. Maybe some of them like him, and they want to just you know get a win for him. Uh, play hard. I just think Dallas. Now just has to, especially after last week, you know, getting so lucky with that game that they that they blew and didn't really look that great either. Other than C.D. Lamb, who's just that's incredible. He probably wants to maybe challenge Tyreek for to win the yardage record, so he could be a guy. Definitely pick the over on in the uh, mm-hmm. in the in the prop bets. I think we have a nice little ticket already from what we oh, talked about. Yeah. Uh, that sweet little ticket. So uh, I'm gonna go down to win, but I'm gonna pick uh, them to cover. I'm gonna say 30-20. Um, and just because these teams know each other. And I just, again, I I, I still have questions about Dallas and their running game and and their offense outside of CD Lamb, really. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't like, I don't know how Washington's going to get any points. I mean, I, I get what you're saying for playing for motivation. Uh, but Dallas, I think this is a, a real sort of demonstrative game for them. I like Brandon Cooks to have some yards here as well. Uh, spread it around to him. Um I like Dallas to win this one. I've got them to cover easily 32 to 16. Uh, I just think Dallas, they've sort of heard the haters. They want to go take it a 12 and five record, stomp out these guys. Uh, and I think it's an easy win. That takes us to our final game. And this game is going to determine who the, who's in charge of the AFC East. Buffalo's 10 and six. And man, it was looking halfway through the season that maybe Buffalo had fallen apart. They're two and a half point favorites in this one against a Miami team who's 11 and five. I was watching the Miami on the hard knocks. Uh, against that Baltimore team, and ooh, it was a tale of two different teams in this in that matchup. Um, Miami was slapped, like slapping league, bitch slapped, every kind of slap that they took. <laughs> They're eleven and five, 48 and a half points is the over under in this one. After that slap down that Miami took, 
you know, and they've also, you lost Chubb. There's injuries galore going across the Miami team. And as they make a, a push for the playoffs, they're they're looking quite hobbled. Um, what does Miami have a chance? Do they have any chance against a Buffalo team who smells the title? Uh, yeah, it's 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 a really it's a really tough game because at the same time Buffalo hasn't really looked great the last couple of weeks. Their defense has looked a lot better, uh, but their offense like they were bad against the Patriots last week. Josh Allen d- just does look the same. Diggs hasn't had a hundred yard games in like eight straight weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, something is completely off. But the fact that you know. The Miami, it's the injuries, I think, is what is going to make the difference. I think even even you're still, even if you get guys back, you're going to have a hobbled, not 100% Jalen Waddle. You have Tyreek Hill, is mm-hmm. still not 100%. And his house burned down this week, right? So he's going to have that yeah. on his mind, dealing with all that. that kind of, they haven't practiced. Same Howard out, so that's going to open it up. Um, and then the fact that you don't have Chubb or Jalen Phillips, your two top pass rushers, it's just like, there's only so many injuries a team can take, and and you before it's just like, well, what do you want us to do? This is yeah. a chance Buffalo has to get the running game going, has to use James Cook like they did against Dallas, and I think they can. Miami can be ran on, um, and does Miami's already clinched a spot? What what do they do? Like if this game yeah. again, we saw the fact that Chubb got hurt when they were down thirty with like yeah. five minutes left, and it's like, what are you doing? So if if it gets, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a close game because I think. This is like a big game for the the two a narrative of can't be. He's yeah. not even competitive in big games a lot of times. Like there's, he's been he's had his mo. He had one moment against Dallas where he had that, but he's been one in four against teams with winning records. He's he, this is a big game for him, especially if he wants that contract. You got to win this game if you're mm-hmm. Miami. But of course, I'm going Buffalo. I just think Josh Allen has all his best games has been against Miami. The fact that the the, the weather is not going to play a factor because it's at night, and and I think you just open the door, and after that beatdown, it's going to be hard to for Buffalo not to be able to move the ball, especially with all the injuries. So um, I think it's going to be close. I definitely think um, Miami's going to keep it, be able to keep it, but within a field goal. So I'm going to go uh, 27-24 Bills. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this one is close. And, and you know, uh, look, if Buffalo loses this game, they could be out of the playoffs. You know, Miami's yeah, in, but exactly. there's, there's, with the mathematics of it all, Buffalo loses and you're out. Um, the injuries have just been too much. Uh, and I think that, you know, Josh Allen, he admitted didn't wasn't his greatest game last week. They need to get this as a win together. And as you said, Diggs, I think he'll have a 100-yard game in this one. Um, this is going to be a one because Miami's defense has struggled. You look at how Baltimore just ripped them apart. Um and so, you know, the, Josh Allen's mobile. He'll he'll be moving it around as well. Miami knows they're in, so why hurt yourself? You know, like, obviously, you want to play competitively. You want the title. But do you want the title at the expense of losing the fact that you you lose any more players? And you're, you're you know, in a really tough position for the playoffs. So I like Buffalo to win this one. I got them to win by seven. I got them to win 30 to 23. High scoring game. I won't be staying up for this one, but I will watch it in the morning. Folks, that is it for our Week 18 picks, the final of the picks of the regular season. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week to review all of this. And make sure we'll put some socials up so you can uh, look at some of our betting tips. Folks, thanks a lot for listening, and enjoy your Week 18.